Hello and welcome to Journey with Miss Gina, the 40s plus edition. Of course, I'm your host, Miss Gina. Well, thank you for coming back once again to join my podcast. And I sat around pondering today, what would I share now? So many thoughts running through my mind, a lot transpiring, a lot of things that I'm working on, as I'm sure that you are as well. And in a couple of days, well, then that is after midnight, it's September the 29th, and we have one more day left in the third quarter. And as we are quickly approaching fourth quarter of 2020, what will you do to finish the year strong. So let me say this with all sensitivity in all transparency. We know that 2020 has been unprecedented, never expected it. There have been highs and lows There have been great losses for some. It has been the turning point in family, in their finances, on their jobs, in businesses. So 2020 is not and has not been a total loss for everyone. And I know that it's been tough because I've been experiencing that toughness with so many of you, so many. But that usually is the norm as we go through seasons. Everyone has a transition of seasons, just like we have in the natural. Like now, we're in fall. Now, me living in Florida, and if you are in Florida, you'll understand this as well. Living in Florida, the weather is just as hot, just as humid as if it was in the middle of summer and for other states, particularly northern states, are experiencing more fall or autumn weather. You know, more of a breeze may be able to wear a long sleeve shirt or a light jacket in some cases where here in Florida, I still have the AC on, the ceiling fan, still want to drink an ice cold beverage. So although the season, the natural season change, we don't all experience the same thing as the season changes. And as we know, with fall and then next being winter season, again, living in Florida, we don't experience the harshness of winter as with other states that may get snow and blizzards and below freezing temperatures versus being here in Florida, we may get to the place where we don't have to burn the AC as long or the fact that we can actually be outside and not turn into a pile of (laughs) moisture. Don't have to worry about humidity as much as we do in the summer. Um, Again, The changing of the season take place, but everyone don't experience the same 
thing. Um, it's important for me that when I see someone in their winning season, their up season, it is so important to me to celebrate with them and celebrate them in that season because we know as the turn of events continue to move on and as we continue to experience life that there will come a time when they will need a shoulder to lean on they will need prayers and consoling and um, there will be changing up the guards of things that's going on that may have been unexpected it happens we're as you listening to me you're able to identify periods on your life's timeline where you've had great up seasons when you were going to bat and hitting it out the ballpark you taking your shot and you hitting it you making it to the field goal with the touchdown you're making the connections you are increasing all around you and we know that that season feels amazing and sometimes it's so rewarding when you think about what you may have transitioned out of so we know that even with natural seasons it continues to revolve just like it do every year in our in our season we have our winter spring summer fall repeat winter spring summer fall it's the same way in our personal lives where we may have our winning season our planning season our planting season our regrouping season our reviving season our recuperating season then you have your harvesting season then you have the season of work where you have to go out and get the harvest so we go through those those transitions and it is a part of life so it brings me here fourth quarter of each year is is a special time for me I I tend to always get into the place of planning and planting because fourth season typically is you know our holiday season you know we have you Thanksgiving coming Christmas coming and you know things tend to slow down in retrospect you understand what I mean um not slow down as it come to a halt but because the focus is around you know some of those highlighted holidays you know that's when we're planning um family time or travel if you will you know it's Thanksgiving you know you're planning the menu you want to continue to cultivate those traditions or in some cases you are creating new traditions because the ways of things being done that even people that may have transitioned out and trying to figure out how to do life without them gives you an opportunity, whether you keep in the tradition going, but it's still new in a sense because you're learning how to do, how to continue the tradition without that person. Or in some cases, the newness of it, perhaps a new couple that, recently got married and now this is their first time doing things or creating tradition as a married couple or a couple that has had a baby and it's the baby's first 
Halloween or first Thanksgiving, first Christmas, you know, and you're thinking about your own new traditions. So fourth quarter for me is reflecting. What did I implement this year? And to be honest with you all, if I can be in full disclosure and transparency, as far as my entrepreneurial scope, everything came to a standstill. As with some of us or some of you, the things that you were you were used to doing, processing, building and trying to find a different way to do it. Where this year I focused on survival in a sense, you know, dealing with COVID, understanding COVID, dealing with losses, you know, making sure family and friends are okay, trying to adhere to the guidelines, everything that's needed for survival and remaining healthy, that became my focus. And there were times where I just got stuck, where I second guessed, what in the world am I doing? What am I going to do? Trying to figure out how to jump start. So imagine you go out to your car and the battery has gone dead. <laughs> the battery has gone dead and you're turning the key and you're like, uh-oh, the battery's dead or the alternator has gone out. It doesn't mean that the whole car, you know, you do away with the whole car. It's just that you focus on what is the issue and resolving that, whether it's getting a new battery, whether it's getting a new alternator, knowing that once you have identified the problem and then you go into problem solving mode and then the next time you put your key in the ignition, you're able to turn. It's like, boom, success. Boom, I'm here. Boom, I got the charge that I needed. That's where I am. So even with starting this podcast in September, you know, right before fourth quarter and choosing when to do it, it was very intentional. But there is still a lot of work in it. There's still a lot of work on direction and building the audience and finding the niche. One thing that I love to do, I love to talk and not so much as just having the gift of gab. But using that energy and that momentum to encourage others, to hopefully inspire others, to even bring a little bit of humor and share some of my life's journey. One, so you would know that some of the things that you have encountered, although different, that you are not alone. You're not by yourself even if you feel by yourself or if you feel like no one understands you or no one gets you or life is hard or life is great. And I have heard this on more than one occasion where there have been people that are experiencing good, healthy, bountiful, beautiful, gracious blessings, but they are hesitant in celebrating those moments because they don't want other people to feel bad um, or they don't want to make other people feel bad because they're in a celebratory season and you know life is happening for someone else that's in the opposite. It's not personal. 
you can't feel bad because you are in a celebratory season. It does not mean you're disregarding or you're insensitive to what someone else is going through. You can still be there for that person. You can still pray for that person. You can still encourage them and you can still be sensitive to what they're going through in terms of how can you help if at all. But that doesn't mean to water down your celebratory moments. And it would be selfish of the person that you know to make you feel bad for having an up season. Like that's not fair. It's not fair. Neither should you feel bad or be in your feelings if the person that's going through something is not cheering for you. Again, it's not personal. It's all about understanding where you are. If I know that a dear friend of mine is experiencing life and life and I'm experiencing life also, but is on different spectrums, I don't want to water down my celebratory moments in thinking I'm making my friend feel bad because it's not personal. And me celebrating this moment has nothing to do with that person. And it doesn't mean that I'm not there for them. It doesn't mean that I'm not extending myself to them. It doesn't mean I'm not praying, um, seeing how I can make myself available. And in the same token, if this person really is my friend and if they're not in celebratory mode because of what they're going through with me, I should have the wherewithal to understand that. So there are no blurred lines in there. There is no expectation on either side. You do you. And if you're going to be there for your friend as well, do that. But one doesn't have anything to do with the other. As long as there are no expectations of, you know, jealousy or making the other person feel bad. How can you celebrate in a moment of what I'm going through. The two have nothing to do with each other. It's the selfless part of being there and available without thinking that the other person owes you something. If you're going to be there, you be there. That's it. That's it. So the times that I have heard that I've always found it shocking that if I'm experiencing something, I don't want those that I know love me to feel bad for celebrating where they are. So we have to do better. And I say we just to cover the bases, <laughs> just to cover, just to cover it all in the event you're experiencing that or, you know, someone else that experiencing that, please don't, please don't dummy down on your season one way or the other. And if you have the capacity to be a shoulder, to be an arm, to be a hand to someone else, there is still room to do that. And I think it will work out when people know where they are in the spaces that they occupy with other people. So I just had to put that plug in there. So before I end this episode, I want to ask and I probably would do this as the month of October you know, we get into the thickness of October and coming upon November and December until we close the year out strong is to start thinking about in fourth quarter, assess your year, even during COVID 
and all the things that you've experienced. It is okay to reflect back. It is okay to take a step back. It is okay to pause. It's okay to press pause. It's okay to take a breath to exhale. It's not the same as quitting. You don't have to quit. You can pause. You can stop. You can reassess. You can think about it. Pray about it. You can strategize. You can maneuver. You can revise. You can add. You can subtract. But don't quit. Start thinking about even though it's unknown, well, actually, every year is unknown to us. We don't know what we don't know. But as we get back into the cycle, if you will, of thinking about goals and desires for the next year and submitting them unto God, if it's a part of his will for us, but it doesn't negate us in writing it down to have the foresight, the things that we we feel that we see on the inside, the, the, the redirection that this may take. Um, I know for me, I need to finish my book. <laughs> I need to finish this book and I get stuck and it's no excuse. And I'm so grateful for the people that hold me accountable. Um, so I may need to challenge myself over the next 30, I mean, 90 days, 90 plus days. Um, and Gina, finish this book. <laughs> so think of reassess 2020. Be honest with yourself. Get your journal. If you're the journal type person or if you are a blogger and pour it out on paper, your view of 2020. But here's the thing, what I want you to do. I want you to start off with what you are grateful for. What are you grateful for in 2020? And the reason why I suggest that, because although I want you to acknowledge your truth as to how this year has been for you, how it, ha how it has reshaped you, when we start off with gratitude the things that we are most grateful for it will offset the bluntness of what we could easily target that has been so hard about 2020 it doesn't take away from the realness of the pain the setbacks the misfortunes the losses it doesn't take away from any of that but i think when we focus on what we are grateful for that it overpowers in a sense or it helps to minimize those emotional triggers to focus on the things that you know left that 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 pinched a nerve that broke our hearts that disappointed us again it doesn't take it away but I think it softens the blood because it's so easy for us to to pinpoint and talk about the things that has happened that sometimes focusing on the things that we are grateful for. 
it brings those things to the forefront. It brings them to the forefront where we go, wow, it's been a long time since I focused on the things that I'm grateful for, even in the aftermath of the things that have happened. So start there with what you're most grateful for. And if you find where you are able to describe what 2020 has been, you've already started off with what you're grateful for. And then think about what goals you want to implement. Perhaps you've written some things down in 2020 that you wanted to do. And because of our current climate, you have not had the opportunity to do that. And maybe you want to try that now or reinvent the wheel or reinvent the wheel. Or maybe God has given you a different vision. Maybe he has broadened your vision or redirected you down another path that you did not expect. So you can write those things down too. And I think because of our experience in 2020 globally, I think it would cause us to put main things first, whether that is being more intentional with spending time with family and friends, whether it's making the time to pick up the phone, call someone to say hi, let them know that you're thinking about them. Perhaps it will open up opportunities to release old offenses because we, 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 Typically, and I say we again because it includes all of us. When when someone moves on, we really begin to see how short life really is. Even the word of God tells us that life is but a vapor or like a vapor. And as we continue to see that around us, maybe our our moves would be a little different. And how we handle things, how we respond. So you have the choice of creating this developmental goal for 2020 where you get to put it in quads as far as family life or personal life, your professional development. If you're in the marketplace, your entrepreneurial goals, if you are a workingpreneur or a full time, um, full time entrepreneur. And, you know, of course, we can't forget our, our, our self health, if I should, if I can say self health, um, whether that includes your spiritual journey, um, you know, making sure that you are practicing your well-being, your physical journey, whether it's just be overall healthy physically, whether it's to lose weight, whether it's the tone or just become more active. So it doesn't just have to be centered around one thing. You can create this by way of your assessment. So it's not something that you have to rush into. You may actually want to do it in in blocks. So I'm gonna talk about this over the course of the next few sessions. Maybe I'll start on it myself and share that journey with you all on um, what it is that I have assessed and what that looks like for me. So it's, it's kind of a way of me opening up and sharing this journey along 
with you all, the highs and the lows and what I would hope to be able to do um, in a space that is obviously so uncertain because right now we, we, I would say I, I am grateful. So this is my time. I went a little longer than I normally would, but I really wanted to take my time with this episode and I would love to hear back from you, you know, your thoughts on this, what you plan to do. Um, and I'll also share um, how we all can come together, whether it be a Zoom call, kind of showing, you know, what that roadmap look like. Because I know sometimes it's just hard for people to get started and having someone to be accountable, you know, to have that accountability partner, I should say, it really does help. So you really don't have to do this alone. Okay. Well, thank you so much. If you have listened up to this point, I really do appreciate your time. Please connect, share this podcast with someone that you feel would benefit from it that could relate to it that needs the inspiration the motivation um i would greatly appreciate it and please by all means join my newsletter you can go to my website www.imotivatesolutions.com is on the home page you just plug in your name and your email address because i'm going to be wrapping up i have not done my newsletter since the pandemic i don't think i've done anything since around april so i'm looking forward to bringing that back strong um you know creating well up building up rather that platform because it's been months you know i've been surviving <laughs> as with everyone else so again thank you for joining me on journey with miss gina the 40s plus edition until next time <music>